I'm a giant when I stand Ballin' like the Jets, startin' Jersey like the Nets To New York like the Mets, yeah I win like the Yanks Like the past, spell a check, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah On myself, yeah I bet, yeah I put blood to the switch, yeah From the East to the West, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah What is up, everyone? We have the final edition of Weekly Scorecard in the regular season. Um, yesterday, I was out there, saw the huge walk-off win. It took nine innings to beat those pesky Rays. Yankees punched their ticket. And, brother, what are we thinking? we got a huge matchup tomorrow. Again, another playoff game for this team. The first real one. But the whole season seemed like playoff games down the stretch. Yankees, Red Sox, Fenway Park, Colbert, Savaldi. What is up, brother? What's up, bro? Uh... Yeah, I mean, what better way to have it than have the season end against uh, the Red Sox for, and the winner gets to move on and play the Rays in Tampa. So uh, it's going to be something. You know, the Yankees chose to play the Red Sox. This is um, this is huge. This this matchup is, is going to be a big one. Uh, the Red Sox, you know, are trying to get revenge after getting swept two weeks ago and that they're going to have that on their – their uh their mind and and the Yankees are riding high off that walk off win they they had their backs against the wall that loss on Saturday was huge but yesterday that win was very very big and moving them on so it's really really uh it's something it's gonna be a crazy game tomorrow night at eight o'clock yeah bro it's gonna be box office everything's on the line um just so much to look forward to it's been a crazy season. At every time you think they're going to be out, they get it done yesterday. But the one thing that I know we're both upset about is the fact that they blew a chance to host this game, that we shouldn't be going to Fenway Park. The Yankees should be at home tomorrow. I should be going to the Bronx, but I'm not going to make the trip up to Fenway because of some other stuff going on. Hopefully I'll see you out if we win. But it's just um, it's upsetting that they blew that chance, but I'm not any less confident in them winning up there. I think they can get it done, especially based on what we just saw. Yeah, I mean, you could hope so. I mean, that was a big, uh, you know, RBI walk-off single by Judge. That was huge. Um, Whatchamacallit, uh, you got to thank Rizzo for moving Wade over to third base with his hit. So that was huge. But going up to Fenway, we all know it's not it's not easy, but the Yankees have went up this year, especially sweeping them and have won. So the Yankees have momentum. But the Red Sox also have momentum. You can't take that for granted. You got to watch out for what they're doing and see what happens. So it's going to be something else. But, yeah, the Yankees didn't get to uh, host the game. That's the cards they were dealt. So they're going to have to go up to Boston, see what happens, and try to get a win to move on. Exactly, brother. Go up to Boston, kick their ass, and get to Tampa Bay. That's the goal for tomorrow. But, um, yeah, the Red Sox had a huge comeback yesterday. You can't discount what they did. They were down five to one. They scored six on the answer. Devers has two bombs. Um, he's gonna be a big problem. I'll tell you right now. That's the first guy on circle when I look at that Boston lineup. He did he took Cole deep when I was there to end his night, basically. He's taken Cole deep before. He's a lefty bat. It's a tough matchup. He's a Yankee killer, best player on their team. I mean, Devers, he's in the MVP discussion. Obviously, won't win it, but he's in that three to five range potentially. Um, he's gonna be a problem. He always is. Yeah, he is. The Red Sox lineup is no joke. They they really, uh, you know, have a, a lot of great players. They really got to uh, 
be prepared. They really, they can, uh, Cole is going to be at his best. We all know that. Um, we just got to hope that the Yankees can stay with it and get him some, get him some run support. We don't want to have him go out there pitching and not, you know, pitching from behind and then he gets out and then we got to go to the bullpen and that that's a worst case scenario. So Yankees all along have to really be prepared for this and really, um, you know, really get going. And let's just – and Devaldi is no joke either. We struggle against him, former Yankee. So we're going to really have – our bats are going to really have to be on our A game for this one. It's not going to be easy. No, it's a big challenge. We're going to go into a hostile crowd up at Fenway. You know, I know some Yankee fans will show out, but ticket prices are a lot. I was checking just for fun before. You're talking over 200 plus just to get in the, in the door right now probably. And that's the standing room seat potentially. So maybe that was the first some that's her some fans will see. But um Evaldi was cruising against the Yankees until his last start where he gave up six earns. Hopefully the Yankees can take that and do exactly what they did and do it again. The ERA is just under four. He has 34 Ks and 34 innings against the Yankees this year. So he has had our number at times. Garrett Cole's been terrible against the Red Sox. I'll pull his splits up soon, but he's gotta be a lot better against them. But if he does lose it last time up there, even if he, that's the worst case, hopefully it gives a quality start. The Yankees can win the game. But I think we both expect a vintage Cole performance here. He's getting five days rest, you know. The one thing is that I think you might be concerned about too is that hamstring. I mean, yeah, anytime any player has a uh, soft tissue injury like a hamstring that could be re-aggravated at any time, it's going to be a uh, – it's going to be a problem. So, I mean, he's got rest, five days rest. Let's hope that hamstring holds up because if he doesn't and somehow he gets injured, it's a problem because the Yankees are going to be in a boatload of trouble. So let's hope that he's okay. I'm sure he'll be just fine. And, you know, just got to keep moving on. 100%, bro. He's going to set the tone tomorrow. If the Yankees can get some early runs, they'll be A-OK. Just like last time, they jumped to Valdi for three in the first, three in the second. You want to jump him early, get him off his spot, because like you said, if Valdi gets in cruise control, we've seen that before. The Yankees can't touch him at times. We don't want Valdi to get in cruise control. you got to get some runs on the board the first time through that lineup, but hopefully at least two. Yeah, it's, um, it's something else, man. you got to hope that uh, – the lineup really comes to play. This is huge. It really has to uh, really get going. I'll be honest with you. They really, really do. They got to get going. Yeah, because we've seen garbage from them offensively the last three nights. It hasn't been good. They raced one inning against Tampa Bay the first game at ninth inning, and you've seen absolutely nothing. Uh, the bats have been hot and cold all year. You know, we've been worried at times. Judge obviously did it yesterday. Stanton is cool off a touch, but he's still getting hits here and there. You know, he couldn't do that forever. But Fenway Park, this is his series again. Let's see what he can do. We saw what he did last time up there. Three homers, 10 RBIs, a grand slam running around the world. I got to think he's going to go deep tonight. I mean, tomorrow. I'm so, I feel like this game's tonight. It's crazy. Like, I'm so ready tonight, but we got a whole other day. Yeah, you know, um, you got to hope that uh, John Carlo could continue his hot streak. I'm sure he could. He, when he gets going, there's no stopping him. So he's keeping it going. Judge is looking really, really good as well. So I think that the both of them will be locked in, and the Smash Brothers are really going to have to come in full force to, to win this game. They're going to really need to be big, especially uh, Anthony Rizzo with his big bat. I think he could be somebody who nobody's talking about. Rizzo's heating up. He really is. He's starting to get hot at the right time, you know. 
We've seen him play in October before. He's a stud. I'll get those numbers later, but let's get to Garrett Cole quickly. So Garrett Cole has an ERA close to five against the Red Sox. It's not phenomenal by any means. He's pitched 22 innings. He's given up like 12 runs. He does have 31 strikeouts, so the K ball's there for him. But um, he's got to be more efficient against them. We need we need like two runs or less, hopefully seven-plus innings. Um, people ask me about his pitch count tomorrow. I said I think around 100, maybe a little more if he's cruising and it's a low-scoring game. I don't think they want to push him too much because that bullpen is fully rested, and they're going to want to save him if they can for that division series. Yeah, they're going to really have, have to do that. Yeah, let's just hope that, you know, Tomorrow's game is for everything, so everyone's got to play. And, you know, we can't be wasting uh, bullpen arms. You can't be wasting um, at-bats. This is it. This is it. This year, the, a few months ago, we were talking about, and we keep alluding to this, is how the Yankees were going to move forward. And, you know, they they weren't even going to be in this position, and they found themselves in it. They clinched a wild card berth. They're in the, they're in the playoffs one more game. And they go on to the ALDS against their nemesis, the Rays, and it's not going to be easy. And whoever wins this series, whether it be the Yankees or Red Sox, they got their hands full with the Rays. 100%, bro. And that Rays talk is hopefully a talk we'll have in a few days. Um, that's going to be a tough challenge. The Rays embarrassed the Yankees this weekend despite the win yesterday. It was really eye-opening. There ain't nothing to play for. Cash winning his pitchers go like three innings. Waka goes five, completely buckles the Yankees again. So, you know, he's going to start against us if we get to that point. But um, we'll see what happens. Rizzo has 16 homers and 18 RBIs. The only thing is his OPS is just 650, average is 205. So you'd like to see him do better. But I'm not worried about Rizzo. I think he'll be just fine. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be okay. Rizzo is going to do what he's got to do. And I think he could be somebody who – can really make a big play and have a big, big, uh, big at bat for the Yankees. I really do. So, so some news notes we got to get to, and then we'll talk about our show. What a play yesterday! But Luke Voigt's officially done. He got transferred to the sixty day IL. We won't see him. He might be done as a Yankee forever. Yeah, I'm not really surprised with that. Um, it's really unfortunate to see what's going on with that. It really is. It's uh. It really is, man. Um, unfortunate. Sorry, uh, didn't work out. But thank you for everything you did. And you know that was a bat that the Yankees could have used off the uh, off the bench. That really could have helped. And him not being there, that that's a tough pill to swallow. I'll tell you that. It sucks, bro. You know we like Voight, especially see it ends how it did. He gets one at bat. Then he strikes out, runs the first because he have to run the first. Um, the playing time was going down the tubes. He won player of the week, then they buried him on the bench. And ever since then, nothing was right with him. Uh, if he does get traded, wish him nothing but the best. But for now, you got to move forward without him. But even bigger loss than him, DJ Omehu. There, there's no DJ for that wild card game. And if I'm technically, if I'm thinking about this technically, I think he's out for the ALDS because he went in the 10-day IL yesterday. So he may be able to return for the ALCS if they get that far, but a lot of things are going on, especially because their shell got banged up yesterday too. So this infield's really getting realigned here. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It really is a lineup. How everything's panning out. It really is. It's something something really interesting. I'll give you that. That's it's not really good, man. Not good. No, because this lineup's a lot weaker now, and 
Would you put Gio at third base tomorrow? Or do you want him at shortstop? Because that basically, I'm asking you basically, it depends on his health too, obviously. But it appears he's good to go tomorrow. That was a scary scene. Um, so would you rather play Odor or Velasquez? Uh, honestly, I would have to go with uh, experience. And as, I'm going to go with Odor because he has the most experience, I think. He, uh, let's, you know, he showed some flashes this year. He really did. So maybe he could keep it going. So I would go with him. Yeah. If I'm able to, I want Odor out there as well. He has two postseason experiences. They were short, but he does have two homers in two years and they were both the series. So he's been on the big stage before, like you said, the moment won't be too big for him. We love Velasquez. I don't think it would be too big for me either, but, um, Odor has some more pop. The defense would be much better with Squid playing shortstop, though. But it really depends on Gio's range. And then tomorrow you're going to have Higgy catching. Gary Sanchez is not going to touch the lineup, I don't think. I think you're going to have Stanton DH and with Gardner in center field. Um, what are your thoughts on the lineup construction for tomorrow? Well, um, I mean, when you when you look at it, I mean, the Yankees lineup, you have to have Gardner out there. I mean, uh, I'm, let's hope he could do something. I mean, uh, the one thing that concerns me is Glaber Torres is really uh, his – I think you want to talk about laziness. What The play I saw the other day where uh, he swung and missed and the ball got past the catcher and he literally jogged to first base. He could have been on first. That, to me, is a problem. But uh, in terms of the lineup, I mean – uh, when you look at it, I think, you know, in my opinion now, who bats lead off because there's no DJ. That's Torres. that's what I'm trying to do. So, I, uh, I mean, I mean, if you have to do that, I guess. But, uh, you know, it's just so it's crazy, man. It really is. I'm thinking, uh, you know, you got to have Torres bat first. Maybe do you do um, – Gardner second then maybe to do the lefty or Odor second or it's, mm -hmm. you got Rizzo bro I would maybe fourth or fifth yeah, second and yeah all right I mean like you could have batted him between second and fifth so yeah so uh what you gonna call it Glaber Torres Rizzo yeah uh Judge Judge Stanton yeah uh, that's a pretty good uh for beginning of the batting order, I'll give you that. And then, yeah. yeah, and then maybe have Gary bat like sixth or seventh, maybe. So, uh, oh, Gary's gonna be yeah. out tomorrow, brother. Oh, it's Higgy, that's right. Yeah, should have known that. Uh, you know, it's uh, I would uh, yeah, honestly, well, Higgy will bat ninth. I mean, that's how I would do the lineup, basically, everything I just said, and then have uh, that's the only reason I said having like the lefty bat between, uh, you know, mix up the righties and lefties, like, but in the beginning of the order, like, yeah, of course you would have Rizzo bat second before Odor, of course, but yeah, you got to put him in somewhere. Yeah. So, okay. I'll, I'll play with this too. So like, I'll take Torres first. Cause like, I don't know who else, unless you wanted to get outside the box and do Rizzo first, but they won't do that. So Rizzo's going to bat second judge three, stand four, Gallo five, um, then you're gonna have six. You're probably looking at Urshela, assuming he's good to go. You put Geo six, he's hitting hot right now, too. 
Um, seven, you're looking at Brett Gardner or Odor, and then eight, you do Higgy. Yeah, that's a pretty decent uh, lineup. I like that. I really do. I think that could be a, a deadly lineup against the Red Sox. They're going to be in trouble with that. Yeah, it's just that bottom three is tough right now because of all the injuries and all the stuff you have to realign. But that top six is strong as anyone's almost. So I'll go to war with that. I'll trust the guys at the bottom to hammer out, manufacture some good at-bats, and just make Evaldi work and toss over to that Red Sox bullpen, which is in pretty suspect of weight. Their bullpen is yeah. not looking great right now. That is a big strength for the Yankees tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, it is a real big strength. We're going to have to see what happens. It's going to be crazy. Yep, all hands on deck. Everyone's going to be available out of the bullpen except maybe Wicky because Wicky um, threw 40 pitches unnecessarily on Saturday, unfortunately, so he's probably out. But um, other than that, they're going to be good to go. He didn't, no one threw that many pitches yesterday, and there's an off day today. Yeah, uh, I, everybody will be in a, will be will have a day of rest, so that's a big thing. Yeah, at least you got that, so you got to see what happens with that. A hundred percent, bro. So let's talk Geo too, because that was a crazy play. I know here you've always been a huge Geo guy. So what was your reaction to that play? And then like wondering if he was okay after. Well, um, you know, making that play, he went all out to get it. So you got to honor his uh, commitment and every, and, you know, doing everything he can to make a play. And I was concerned the same with Derek Jeter, you know, you, everybody on tour and their mother decided to, you know, post, you know, the, the side-by-side -side comparison of, um, of Geo and Jeter's plays. But yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy. He, he's okay. I was concerned because it, it was a nasty law fall, but hopefully I think he'll be okay. But, if that doesn't show you he's all in, he's not lazy. This guy is going to make the plays. If he gets hurt, so be it. If he gets knocked, something happens, so be it. Those are the guys you want. You don't want guys who are swing and miss and the ball gets past the catcher and you jog uh, to first base like somebody we know. So hopefully uh, things get settled out with that. But Gio, yeah, uh, you can't question his uh, his toughness and his commitment because this guy will do anything and everything for you. Yeah, I'm, I regret saying I was unsure about him at one point this year because I was frustrated with the offense. He was playing bad. Geo's going to stick around. Don't know how they're going to manufacture everything else, but that's a discussion for another day. Guy embodies what you want from a Yankees player. Hustle hard and dedication. I wish it would rub off on Glaber Torres. Watching that play live was incredible, like seeing it in real time. First of all, the fact he even got there is remarkable. He had to run like 130 feet. And then you see him, all it happens so quick. All of a sudden he goes into the dugout. You're just like, what the fuck? Like, is he okay? Um, he's banged up. But like, and then you see Angel Hernandez go on the railing of the dugout, like flying in. Like, and Sanchez was like, you could use the steps, bro. Like, well, that was just a crazy situation, bro. Like being there live was like nothing I'd ever seen before. Yeah, it's something else, man. That That is crazy. That's really, really something that you would dare to see something like that. That was a big one. I know, and, like, it was such a good view, too. Just, like, here we caught it, went into the dugout. It was just, like, such a surreal moment. Because at first, you're like, yeah, he made the play. And, like, a minute or a second after, you're just like, oh, shit, is he okay? And thankfully, he was. You know, I knew he had the ball the whole time. And there was no sign he got rid of the ball. And then Gio was like, I looked up, and it was still in my glove. It's just, like, crazy. It was a remarkable play. And, like, that was really a big momentum swing because the Yankees had nothing going. It took three innings after that, but – 
Gio set the tone yesterday. Yes, yes, he did. Gio really did set the tone of the momentum and everything, and he really uh, did anything and everything he could, and the Yankees were able to squeak it out. It wasn't easy. It took till the ninth inning to get something going, and they they ended up being able to do it. So just thank God the Yankees are in the position they're in, because if they yeah. lost, they would have been in a bad place. Exactly. If they lost, he would have had um, 163 with Toronto today. Yeah, that would have been something else. <laughs> no, um, yeah, we would have been all stressed about that. Like, Garrett Cole would have been getting ready to pitch in Toronto. Like, imagine that alternate universe. Thank God we didn't have to go there. Yeah, yeah, thank God. Thank God for that. Thank God everything's good, man. Thank God everything's good. So, on the other hand, Glaber Torres, I like that you brought that up. That play didn't bother as much as another play I'm going to talk about. So, I'm sure maybe you didn't, but I think you did. Did you see the play in the third inning of that game that Wanzer Franco overthrew the ball in the first base and had to go behind and get it? Torres first, he didn't run hard to first base, and he didn't even, and he just let the guy tag him. If he slid, he would have been safe by a mile. It was a six-run ball game at that point. I know it doesn't sound great, but that was just a stupid move by him. Like I saw it, I'm like, why is he just letting him tag him? Like slide or run harder? Like that play actually bothered me more than the drop third strike situation because I think he might have thought he fouled it, but. It's a mess regardless. Like, he's just – I don't understand, like, all these lapses from him when it comes to hustling and all that. Yeah, it's uh, not a good look, I'll tell you that. That's a really bad situation, not good. And uh, it's got to be better, man. It really does. And, uh, yeah, and something's got to give with Glaber. If he's not doing well at the plate and then he struggles in the field and then, like, you do something like that, it's just – it just shows your lack of effort. And then even Judge had to go over and talk to him about it. So – you never want that to, to really happen, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully he could clean it up and maybe uh, open his eyes because when he does really put it all out there, he could be a pretty tremendous player. 100%, bro, and the bat's starting to come around. He did make a great play defensively yesterday, too. Probably the best play I've seen him make, a diving stop in the hole, second, pivoted, and then threw him out. So, I mean, some stuff's looking better, but he's going to be leading off. He's got to be – all in all the time, especially for the postseason now. We can't have any more of this nonsense. Defense has got to be sharp. Pitching was outstanding yesterday. What a job by Jamison Tyone. We're playing with an injured ankle, giving us three and a third and just battling through it. And then all the bullpen moves by Boom were, were perfect. He had the right timing yesterday for a change. So many guys did well yesterday. That pitching performance was definitely the peak of the win yesterday. If one guy messes up, we're having a different conversation today. Yeah, yeah, uh, it would have been something different, but thank God it wasn't. And, you know, the Yankees are here. Big, great season by the uh, Blue Jays. They're going to be in it next year. They're going to be a team, a force to be reckoned with. But uh, thank God the Yankees are here for, you know, doing everything they did. They got it done when they needed to. 100% bro hasn't been pretty it's been the roller coaster ride and now tomorrow and I would tell the tight one more time one more ride tomorrow to see if we get a chance to avenge our loss against Tampa Bay last year a team that's owned us for the last two seasons plus now well two seasons but it's just been a, you got to get through them but so we talk Yankees we I think we got we did a good job on them Peralta Holmes Green Chapman and the got all shut down yesterday after Tyone so for the Red Sox lineup, besides Devers, who is someone that scares you? I think Xander Bog. I think Bogart scares me. I think that uh, 
you know, I think when you look at this lineup, I think, you know, I think Verdugo still scares me. I think Dahlback still scares me. They got a lot of great players. And even no one's talking about J.D. Martinez. So, yeah. you know, so they got a pretty decent lineup. And if one, the go, they could get going at the drop of a hat. So you got to really be prepared for these guys. It's not going to be easy. 100% pro. And then even Kyle Schwarber, too, he's another guy you got to look for. He's had some success off call in the past, too, I think. So they used to battle a lot with the Pirates and the Cubs. So that's someone to look for. And he's hit one of my, he's hit, he has a homer off of my thought, but whatever. So um, Cole's actually done well against him, but all right, disregard that one. But anyway, he's still a tough bat, um, big lefty bat. The Red Sox lineup. I think like we've talked about before, there's a soft spot with the Red Sox lineup towards the bottom. But once you get past once you but those guys we just mentioned, like those five to six players, those are the guys you really gotta navigate through. And then Christian Vasquez is a Yankee killer too. Don't sleep on him. Yeah, no. If there's one guy who you would think is in that lineup who's a Yankee killer, you don't usually think it's Vasquez, but he really is. It's been a thorn in our side, so we gotta be prepared for all these guys. They're 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 pissed off. The Red Sox are pissed off, and you know, they 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 were pissed getting swept, and now they're back at their they're in that, at their stadium. They're not going. It's not going to be easy. Fenway's going to be going. The crowd's going to be into it. They're gonna they want to move on, and you know they've been at the opposite end where they've had a chance to move on, and the Yankees have gotten the better of them. But they've also We've been in the big and a place to move on, and they've come back. I don't need to elaborate on the uh, the time they did, but because it was a terrible time. But uh. yeah, you you get my drifts. But yeah, it's tomorrow. It's all up in the air. It's whoever wants it more. Who's going to come out there and get the hits? with runners in scoring position? Who's going to pitch the best? Who's going to get out of jams when they get into jams? Who's not going to? Who's not going to make the mistake? Who's going to uh, overcome a mistake? It all comes down to that. And what manager is going to win the chess match? Is it going to be Darren Boone or is it going to be Alex Cora? Now you just made me nervous because Boone normally doesn't win those matches. Although he did over the weekend, except for that one stupid decision to take out Clay Holmes for Joey Rodriguez, who I don't even know if Rodriguez will be on the postseason roster. Luis Hill might not be on there. Um, they got to make some decisions tomorrow, I think, because the roster goes back down to 26. So some two guys got to go. Velasquez is going to stay up here now because DJ's out. So that the lineup should be basically set for pitchers. Like I said, I think maybe Hill and, um, although you just call him up, but that was probably in case they need him yesterday, but, um, Hill and, um, Rodriguez, I think are the ones that get sent down. They're not on the roster. Yeah, I, I, uh, I agree with that. I could agree with that hundred percent. Yeah. It just makes the most sense, but, We'll see, bro. A lot of crazy stuff with that. You already have me excited. I'm pumped up. It's tomorrow. It's going to be everything. It's just been a crazy ride, brother. Hopefully we come out on top. Yeah, man. That's, uh, you know, it's been a crazy year. It really has. It's been a roller coaster. It's been, it, there's been a lot of highs. Uh, I mean, there's been some pretty good highs, and then there's been terrible lows. So all yeah. comes down to this. Yankee season is on the line tomorrow. You lose, you're done. And this season was a failure. The Yankees don't win a World yep. Series this year. I consider it a failure. 100%, bro. We have to at least, and to me, like we've talked about, if we don't make the World Series, we would get rid of Aaron Boone, especially not if you don't at least get past Tampa. But 
we got to at least make the World Series. The goal hasn't changed, brother. I'm sick of all these soft fans saying, oh, we're just happy to be here. Oh, congrats. We made the playoffs. You know what? Yeah, we're excited we made the playoffs. The celebration was warranted yesterday because the season's been a living hell at times. But the goal's not done. We're not done here. We're not playing around. Like, you got to win tomorrow. You got to avenge the loss to Tampa. Go into Houston because we both expect Houston to beat the brakes off the White Sox. Go into Houston, get back to the World Series, and take care of business. I mean, enough's enough. We're not here just to collect participation trophies to make the playoffs. No, no, that's exactly right, man. You got to uh, – Yankee season is, is going to be – is up for grabs. It really is, and they really got to uh, be prepared. This is this is everything. The Yankees don't get to the World Series. I, I think, you know, talking about the World Series, Yankees got to get there before we talk about it. Right now they're on the cusp of both teams, and they've made the wild card but they're on the cusp of elimination that we got to look yeah. at it that way. That, that it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be easy by any means necessary. It's going to be the toughest yeah. game of the year. If anybody thinks the Red Sox are just going to roll over and die, like they did in that three game series where the Yankees swept them, you're sadly mistaken. And 100%. if the Red Sox think the Yankees are going to come in like groggy and, you know, and, uh, their offense is anemic. I, I I think that's false. I think the Yankees show up when they need to. Yesterday, yep. Aaron Judge, you need a play. Who who made it for you, Aaron Judge? So you got to watch out for them. I think they're they're prepared today. That they're up there. That city is getting is really starting to get ready for this game. And the Red Sox faithful know what the Yankees have done to that franchise, and really, really want to move on because this year both teams and at one point were two of the worst in the league and now they're in the they're one of them is going to move on to play their division foe in Tampa and when they play Tampa whoever plays Tampa it's a different different story because they're a different animal so get through this game and move on that's it that's all you could do yeah, bro. And now there's rain in Fenway right now. Um, hopefully that game does not get delayed tomorrow because I mean absolute nightmare. Um, they're not gonna practice today. They would have had workouts today, but that's not gonna happen. Things are not looking good up there at this moment. Um, like you said, they're definitely anticipating the moment. Lansdowne Street's gonna be going crazy, casket flagging, all that stuff. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if people are camping out already, honestly, just anticipating the moment. But um all kidding aside, it's going to be crazy. You know, the Boston fans are all going to be up for this. Whatever New Yorkers travel, it's going to be crazy for them as well. Everyone be careful out there if you're on the Yankee side. It wasn't too bad. If you're just good, you'll be good. But everyone, watch what you're doing. Watch you around. That's my advice being out there, you know, as well as I do. Yeah, it's, you know, just be careful. Don't take anything for granted. Be smart up there. Be ready to go. And... Listen, Red Sox fan, Boston fans are ready. When <clears throat> big mat, when big moments are there, big games, they're ready to go. Just don't, just don't feed into the madness. Just go up there, just enjoy yourselves. This is a playoff game, and just cheer for your team. Don't be afraid to cheer for your team. Yeah, there's no reason to be afraid. I was in there cheering. Nothing happened. We're good. I mean, you'll have Yankee fans there. Just find the right fans, you know. If someone's looking at you strange, just move on and move forward. And let's, and no one's, there wasn't any fights or nothing. Like, they don't really throw down like that. I think they get a bad rap at times. A lot of nice Red Sox fans. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be a wild environment. It's going to be amplified from where I, where I went, obviously. This is basically a game seven. This is everything. Do or die. 
Like Bobby said, both teams are going to come out scrapping. You're going to get your best punch, your best bullpen arms. Everything is in play here. There's nothing off the table for either team. No, no, there's not. Not at all. It's going to be something else, man. It truly is. It's going to be uh, – it's, it's something for the ages, I'll tell you. It really is. 100%, bro. So let's transition. We hope you're enjoying the show so far. Follow us on Instagram at Grunt Talks Team, Twitter Grunt Talks MLB, and Grunt Talks NFL. Again, Instagram Grunt Talks Team, Twitter Grunt Talks MLB, and Grunt Talks NFL. Now back to the show. Talk about some other matchups in the, because it's a whole postseason. Um, so I'm really excited for the rest of this matchups too. So I think, like we said before, the White Sox are probably in a lot of trouble against the Astros. You know, Carlos Rodzone's also not himself either. So now believes in with Giolito, Lynn, and Cease, and Keiko, which is not – it's good at the top, but the bottom half is sketchy. An interesting storyline is going to be Keiko going against his former team. The Astros will probably start off with McCullough. So you'll see Valdez, Grinky in the backhand role, Garcia, Urquidy. But um, so I think we've already talked about this, but what do you think of that? And the Astros moving on is, is inevitable to you? Yeah, I, I hate to admit it, but yeah, I really do. I think that they do move on. And I think the White Sox have taken a hit. At one point, they were a really, really good team, and they've just taken a huge hit. So I think they're playing the Astros, and the Astros are really, really angry. Uh, you know, they're, they're not, we all know everybody hates the Astros, including myself. But the one thing that you can't take from them is that they're still a good baseball team. They're still in it. You still got to play them. You still got to – it's not going to be easy to play them in the White Sox. Do I, th- I think the White Sox are going to get swept by them. I do. I really – I got to be honest. I really do. Yeah, you know, it's a tough task for the White Sox. This team hasn't really been there before. Um all the good young hitters, you know, Grandal's been good for them, Abreu, Tim Anderson, Juan Moncada, all those guys, um, Luis Robert returning, Elroy Jimenez. But the thing is that this Astros hitting core is still a feast. It's still a beast. Um, Tucker's had a great season for the Astros. He's been a nice breakthrough for them. Altuve's still around, obviously. Correa, there's no Springer anymore, but you still got Bregman. And then you got Gurriel. These guys know how to handle the big moments, and they're going to feast on the White Sox pitching. I think the White Sox can take a game because they have some better pitching matchups, but the Astros won't make this sweat. It's not going to be hard. Astros will win quite easily, I think. That's the American League. And then I think we can both agree if the unthinkable happens and the Red Sox get the upset, you don't think there's any way they could beat Tampa Bay, right? No, absolutely not. I think think Tampa Bay is going to be a problem whoever wins, even if the Yankees win. It's going to be really, really hard. You know, look at the games we played against them. We struck the Yankees struggled. They really did. I mean, they always do. It's going to be tough. And then they're coming down here to the Trop in the worst stadium in base in sports. But the, somehow the Rays make it happen. And then the Rays lineup is underrated. And they come to when they go when it comes playoff time. You've seen it. This lineup comes to play always. And they got a great bullpen. The pitching staff is eh, is okay. But they they make do. That's what they do. It's going to be tough. Yeah, bro, 100%. This Tampa Bay lineup is so underrated. It's the best lineup in the American League, actually. Maybe even all baseball. I think like most 5.73 runs per game. Uh, Wander Franco's a beast. This guy's the next big thing. Everything's star written all over him. Uh, not overhyped at all. Maybe even underhyped if that's possible. This dude's already a three-war player half under half a season. We saw that big hit he had against Abreu, who probably shouldn't have been in in that situation, but that's another story. 
Uh, Franco killed the Yankees. He's already going to be a Yankee killer. Meadows did his thing. Branson Lau, three homers against in that game against Montgomery, two off him to put the Yankees away. Branson Lau is a huge problem. Nelson Cruz is clockwork. Rosarina can still do his thing, so don't rest on him. We know what Jim and Choi does against Garrett Cole. Like they have so many platoon options too, like Andy Diaz, Joey Wenzel. Like this team just keeps coming at you. And like the pitchers, you said Shane Bowes, another highly touted prospect. He's worth all the hype as well. He shut the Yankees down in three innings, gives up one bomb to Rizzo. That's it. His stuff's electric too. It's another new guy, Patino. The Yankees can't soft walk up for some reason. McClanahan got it done. Also, I mean, they have so many options. And then there's Fleming, too, and all these bullpen guys. Our old buddy David Robertson shuts us down for an inning. Like, this race team is so deep, and they do it with so little. But yet again, Kevin Cash gets the most out of his team, and they're the favorites in the American League for good reason. Yeah. Yeah, as you just alluded to, everything, man. It's just it's going to be – it's going to be tough to beat these guys, whoever plays them. It really is. It's going to be really, really hard. It's not going to be easy by any means. Yeah, not at all, brother. Even even when you throw the lefties at them, they still got the good righty lines and bat it. Kevin Kiermeyer's a pest. Mike Zanino's a Yankee killer. I mean, this whole team, Manuel Margot. It's just uh, they they don't they have so many waves of guys. And then Ryan Yarbo owns the Yankees this year. He pitched a complete game against us this year. That was embarrassing. And you have Drew Rossman too. Like this team has so many different options that puzzle us. But like we're gonna see what happens, man. We really are. It's gonna be something and. Another thing here is that um, the Yankees, here's the formula for success, I'll say. We throw Cortez and Monty at them game ones and two probably. Um, you have to hope you win one of those, and then you win game three with Garrett Cole at home, and then you just got to win one more. But at that rate, it's going to be tough. I think if the Yankees get it done, it's going to be in five games. Yeah, it's, it's they're going to have to go all the way for that, I'll tell you. It's going to be something else, I'll tell you. That's what I think. I think that uh, it's going to take five games. Yeah, the Yankees, if they if they're able to sweep them, that's something. But it's, no, I don't. I don't see that happening. No, they're not going to sweep I, them. There's no way. Absolutely not. No. Nope. Best case scenario is what I outlined. You win one game in Tampa, then you get Cole. You get a two-one lead, and then maybe four games. But I'm not going to count on that. That's probably wishful thinking too. Um, yeah, and even without Glass, now this team is still a beast. Like you think you're asking your chance to catch them, but it doesn't even matter. They just they just mix match and plug it in like just a machine down there. Yeah, they just have a really really good team. They're just fundamentally sound all the uh, all the time. Just, it's just you know they they built something special, and you know it's going to be tough for teams to beat them. And they and they see it. They, there's a reason why they've won the AL East. The past two years in a row. Yeah. It's not a fluke by any means. No, and they're going to be right back there next year, and they're going to be just as dangerous. So that's something we're going to have to worry about. So I want to get a quick award synopsis from you. So let's do American League since we're talking AL. Give me your MVP, manager of the year, rookie of the year, and um, Cy Young for the American League. Well, um, yeah, for Cy Young, I'm going to go with uh, Robbie Ray. I hate to say it, but I, I think he wins it. Uh, for MVP, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to have to go with Vlad Guerrero. Oh, wow. Uh, and what were the other ones you were asking for? Manager and uh, rookie. Manager of the year, I'm going to go with uh, – oh, 
Manager of the year in the American League. That's that's a good one. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with uh, – I'm actually going to go with uh, Tony La Russa. Interesting. And uh, rookie of the year, I'm going to go with uh, – uh, of that, that's a tough one for me. That that's a uh, that's a tough one. So I'll let you take that one, and then I'll see what I think. Rookie of the year is so tough. I'll say Brian Mountcastle though. Guys, a stud for Baltimore. Give me Mountcastle mm-hmm. in that one. Adolis Garcia. I mean, Rosarina not as much. Um, Luis Garcia from the Astros is a good one too. But uh, yeah, I'll take my odds with um. With um, Mountcastle, manager of the year, I'm going with Kevin Cash. I think you can't deny the guy. He's just so good. And all the injuries and transition, he just ends up doing it again. And uh, MVP, I got to go to Otani. The guy's pitching just puts him over the top. I know the Angels suck, but Otani's full season is historic. Hits 46 bombs. He gets 100 RBIs. He steals 25-plus bases, leads the league in triples, and he's a freak on the mound. I can't deny that. Um, and then for the Cy Young, I'm going to give it to Garrett Cole because the only numbers that are better than Ray are like ERA and strikeouts, and he pitched a few more innings. I know the voters are probably going to go for Ray, but the Yankees made it close because they banged Ray around. So I would give it to Cole, but I don't think he'll get it, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, it is something else with that. There's a lot. And you know what? Mountcastle, I'll have to agree with you. So I'll take you on that. Mountcastle, definitely. So, uh, uh, yeah. You know, I said Tony La Russa because he took the White Sox and brought him to the playoffs. So I'll get, that's why. But I do, th- Kevin Cash, obviously, yeah, he's been really good, even though we're not real big fans of him. Uh, MVP, I think Vlad Guerrero, look at what he's done this year. But Otani, I, I definitely respect it. I understand. 100% bro. So National League storylines. The biggest storyline for the National League. We get the Giants winning his division and the Dodgers the best wild card team in history of the sport. Hands down. Um, they get a big blow with Clayton Kershaw probably being out for the year though with a more elbow issue. So that sucks for them and that's really upsetting to see. Uh, Max Muncy is going to be out too after a collision at first base. He's not going to be good to go for the NLTS if they make it that far. Then you have the Cardinals. They won 17 straight. You're going to get Wainwright versus Scherzer. That's a box office matchup. Wainwright's turned the clock back, and he's been incredible. Scherzer's been one of the best pitchers of the year again because he's just that good. Had a rough patch of late, but we know what he does in big games. So, And then the Brewers and Braves are set. So what's your take on that National League West and the wild card? Then we'll shift to Braves-Brewers. Uh. First off, I think that the Giants are just a really, really good team. They're not a fluke. They are really, really good. They find ways to win. They got a great lineup. Pitching rotation's pretty decent. <clears throat> and the Dodgers this year, you know, they've dealt with a lot of injuries, but of course they're always going to be there. But I think that uh, I think the Giants are a team to force to be reckoned with. I think that they can go to the World Series, and they have what it takes to win the World Series. No, they definitely do, brother. So, and the crazy thing is that the Dodgers, if they get through to the Cardinals, they end up playing the Giants. So, what do you think of the wild card matchup? Um, I think that <clears throat> Cardinals are no joke. They're going to be a tough bout. So, they got their hands full with that. And do I think the Cardinals can upset the the Dodgers, no, I think, you know what, there's a possibility. Do I think that possibility 
uh, can happen? No. The Dodgers are going to win that game. It's going to be tough, but yeah. Right. So you have the Giants beating the Dodgers in the NLDS. I guess that's the main question. Yes. Oh, so that's what you said, five games. You think the Giants beat the Dodgers in five? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to say some stuff, too. So I like that synopsis. I can see that. But I'm going to go with a different angle here. I think the Dodgers break through against the Giants just because there's more talent on that team still. The Giants have been tough, but the Dodgers have the postseason talent. They've been there. Giants have been there, too, but they're veterans. There aren't as many left. The Dodgers just won all last year, and I think it's going to be a historic series in the NLCS. Almost feels like it should be the NLCS, but we're going to get robbed of that, unfortunately. But that's going to be incredible. And to your point, the Cardinals could very well get the upset. You know, Tyler O'Neill's been a stud. They have so many good guys. Wainwright's been great. The Dodgers are going to struggle to score against Wainwright, especially without Max Muncy. So Trey Turner's been phenomenal for the Dodgers, though. And Seager's back and better than ever, too. So they'll get it done, but it's going to be tough. Yeah, it, it is going to be very tough. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. The National League has a lot of great teams that, you know, you never know what could happen in in the National League. You know, the, the, the Cardinals are a very good team. The Dodgers are very good, and the Giants are very good. So it's good. this wild card game is going to be something. 100%, bro. It's going to be legendary stuff to see. So, how about the Braves and Brewers? Do you think there's any shot the Braves get the upset? Uh, yeah, if the Brewers uh, catch a cold and can't play in this series. So, <laughs> I, I think the Bre- the Braves, are, they're a very shaky team. They're a streaky team. They're, I, need, I thought I'd see a little bit better from them, but I didn't. Uh, but the Brewers are really, really good. But, no, nah, I, I think the Brewers move on with that. And then yeah. do I, I do think that, you know, this might be one of the last games you see Freddie Freeman in a uh, Braves uniform. Wow. I think he'll end up staying, but um, we'll see, bro. Austin Riley's been a beast for them too. The Braves have got a lot of contributions without Acuna. Or Ace Lair's going to go pick up. Um, but, yeah, I think the Brewers, just like the Astros, are going to be four games or less. The pitching matchups are going to be in their favor every time. Max Freed's a stub for the Braves, but after that, their pitching's not phenomenal by any means. No, Morton and Ian Anderson are okay. Morton's a big game pitcher, but the Brewers have Burns, Woodruff, Peralta. That pitching staff is so deep in that bullpen, even without Devin Williams, um, is still so good, led by Hader, obviously. They can basically mix and match with anyone. Um, so I think it's going to be Brewers and Dodgers in the NLCS. And I think the, I'm going to say the Brewers go to the World Series. I think it's a Brew Crew year. Wow, you do, huh? You think they're that good? Yeah, their pitching's that good. I really think so. The only problem is that Christian Gallish needs to wake up. He's been sleeping all year. But maybe he could wake up during the playoffs. I mean, for their sake, you hope so. You got to see what happens. That's going to be something to say. Yeah, so who do you think makes it? I know you have Giants making it all the way? Yes, I do. So you're going to have Giants being the Brewers. And then the American League, we're going to say Yankees, but if the Yankees don't make it, who do you got? Race again. Oh, yeah, me too. Because uh, I said White Sox is a joke before if we're going to add a box prediction, but I don't think that's actually a thing. I'm not going to say Astros make the World Series, so I'm going with Tampa Bay too if the Yankees don't get yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. That's that's what I think. 
So we'll get it going soon. Um, we'll just do National League awards, and then we'll basically be good to go, brother. Yeah, we will. Uh, we will have to see what happens. Let's see. So, what, let's do it. MVP. I'm gonna go with Juan Soto. Actually, he's really come on the scene. His numbers are the best. I know the Nationals stink, but um, he's had a better season than Harper and Tatis at this point. Harper kind of shit the bet against the Braves going 0 for 11 with a few strikeouts and the Braves swept the Phillies. So that kind of hurt his case to me. I know he's still been great this year and he might very well win the award, but I will go with Juan Soto. Yeah. Um, Juan Soto has had a really, really good year. He's a very, very good player and you know, he could do a lot of great things for you. So yeah, I'll have to agree with that. Definitely. Okay, and then the Cy Young, I'm going to go with Corbin Burns. Corbin, yeah, I've heard a lot of great things about him. Uh, you know what? For the Cy Young, you know, I – in the National League, it's so uh, – you know what? I, I, if he wasn't hurt, I would say DeGrom again, but it, it's kind of tough. I mean – Walker Bueller, I think, is still pretty good. Yeah. But you know what? I'll go. Uh, you know what? Just to change it up, I'll go Walker Bueller. Walker's a great candidate, brother. He's going to be in the discussion. You can even look at Zach Wheeler and Max Scherzer, too. Yeah, absolutely. They all played really good this year. Yeah, it's a tough award to pick out there. The American League's more cut and dry, Cole, right? But this one's a lot more guys in it. It's going to be interesting to see who gets that vote. Yeah. It is going to be interesting to see what happens with that, definitely. So, manager of the year is a big toss-up to me between Gabe Kapler and Mike Schilt because the Cardinals were left for dead, and then you see the 17-game winning streak. Um, absolutely incredible stuff. And um, I'm going to give it to Gabe Kapler, though, because that Giants team beat the Dodgers, who got Scherzer and Turner. They won 49 and, like, 22 down the stretch to make sure they won that division. And no one expected them to be that far. You know, we all thought the Cardinals could win the division. And the 17-game winning streak is great. But the Cardinals ultimately didn't meet their expectations. And the Giants exceeded them. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Gabe Kapler as well. But, yeah, it's uh, just this this season, like, I still think what these – what to me, the surprise team of the year is the Giants, in my opinion. I think that what they've done, nobody ever thought they would do that. But um, in terms of manager of the year, yeah, it's, it's Gabe Kapler, definitely. 100%, bro. So what do we think about NL Rookie of the Year? Uh, that's uh, – you know what? That, that for me is kind of tough too. I'll be honest with you. What do you think? I got Jonathan India. That's what I got. The Reds infielder. He's been great this year. I think Trevor Rogers is in contention as well. Very good pitcher for the Marlins, but he got banged up a little bit. India has been a stud all year, so I will go with him. Okay, I'll take your word for it, so I'll go with him. All right. So, and then Tyler O'Neill. if they do most improve, definitely him in my opinion. He's had a great year. 34 bombs on the OPS plus the 150. OPS over 900. So, um... There was actually some big news related to the Mets, brother. Did you see it? Yeah, they got rid of their manager. Yep, Luis Rojas is gone. So we'll see who flips the bill for the Mets. 
So what do you, um, what direction do you think they might go in? I mean, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, you got to uh, you got to see who they're even thinking of. I think that you know, I you know what? Why I, I'm going to say this? I'm going to say why not bring somebody back who managed the Mets who shouldn't have been fired, in my opinion. And I'm going to say this, and you might think it's weird, but oh well. What about bringing Willie Randolph back? Oh, I thought you were going to go for Carlos Beltran, actually. No, hell no. Nah, he's, <laughs> no, I'm not going with that, no. Why not Willie Randolph? That's what I think. Wow, that's that's an interesting one. I would not – I thought about Carlos to try to give him another chance. I think he maybe needs a chance. I would give him a chance to another team, but I don't know if that's the right spot for him. Um I think he deserves the match again. Willie Randolph's an outside-the-box one. I wonder if he would even take the job at this point. I mean, I, I'm a big Willie Randolph fan. I still think, you know, he got screwed by the Mets that long time ago, like that 12, like 12, 13 years ago. I think that he was actually a very good manager. I'll give you that. Yeah, he had them go far. You know, he took them almost to the World Series. You know, they have the situation with Wainwright, who still owns the Mets to this day, with Beltran looking. Funny how all that stuff connects. But, um, yeah, that's an interesting take. Um, I'm not sure who I would pick for him. Someone said Buck Showalter. I don't know if they would go that direction. I don't know if that's a thing. Um, their, their managerial search is going to cast a wide net, though. I'll tell you that. Indeed, as it should. That job is not an easy one to take. So whoever they find to take it is inheriting something else. Yeah. And we'll see what they do with buys and all that. And then comeback player of the year, definitely Mitch Hanninger and um, Buster Posey for sure, I would say. I'm going with Buster Posey. How could you not? The guy was a stud all year. Yeah. And he's back to his old self. And even he's back and better than ever. And he's a big part of the reason why the Giants won 107 games. And um, for the Mariners and Mitch Hanniger, the guy hits almost 40 bombs. And he was really things up last year. He didn't even play. So the Mariners, like you said, Mariners and Blue Jays, great stories. They'll both be competitors for a while. Both have a lot of great young talent. Yep. Yes, they do. They got, they're going to be good for a long time, as you said. Yep. Their talent is, is forthcoming. All right, brother. Well, I think we just about wrapped this one up. What a show. A lot of big things ahead. Hopefully we're back soon talking about the Rays and Yankees together. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's all up to tomorrow. We'll see. Yep, have a lot on the line, brother. Indeed. Indeed you do. Indeed well, you do. Well, everyone does. So let's end to that. We know how. Go ahead. So Grunt Talks MLB is the website. You'll get all the baseball and football content. I know you uploaded some Brady stuff and um, the Bill Belichick video on the YouTube channel. Everyone can check that out. Talks MLB. And then you have um, Twitter is Grunt Talks MLB. Instagram, Grunt Talks Team. Instagram and Facebook are down for some weird reason. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, personal Twitter, Julian Guardi1. Personal Instagram, Julian Guardi11. Brother, take it away. Much obliged, bro. So my personal uh, Twitter is btomps81. Also check out Grunt Talks NFL. You guys know the drill. Personal Instagram, whenever it's whenever it gets put back up, whenever it stops conking out, Bobby Thompson 81 YouTube channel, Grunt Talk Sports. And, of course, you can check all of our content exclusively on grunttalksmlb.com.
All right, let's get it, brother. Hopefully, I see you in two days. Let's go, Yang.